Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with transformational coach and creator and host of the Spiritual Dope platform, Brandon Handley. He initially developed his coaching career by pursuing three life coaching certifications and so much more. And he did all of this in order to deliver his clients powerful transformational experiences. Concurrent with serving clients, he had an awakening experience which drastically shifted his focus from being a life coach to being a transformational coach. He now guides people to prepare for their own awakening experience and convert their experience into purpose, meaning, and ultimately vision. Enjoy this interview. Thanks for taking a minute out for the show today. I appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Looking forward to it. Me too, man. So before we get into your life as a as a coach and and everything else that you do, I want to know the last three years we went through quite a thing with COVID that played on all of us in very different ways. So I'm curious how you survived that time period and how it changed the way that you live your life and conduct business now. It's a good question. I, I think that uh, through COVID, a big part of what changed for me was leaning into doing more uh, of the quote-unquote inner work, right, uh, which I'm sure people are hearing a lot of uh, these days. There was no no ability to escape it, um, really, because you were stuck at home trapped with yourself and your family or, or whatever, right? And so uh, you didn't have the type of uh, escape that was available before. Um, and the other piece that uh, I saw that really changed uh, on the whole landscape everywhere <clears throat> was – Everybody was impacted by this, right? It wasn't just me. It wasn't just a story that I heard about somebody else uh, having uh, in another country. Uh, um, and it was my leadership uh, as well, the companies that uh, I was working for at the time. Uh, leadership was impacted. So we were all going through this thing uh, called life together, together, for probably the first time in a long time, uh, in my opinion. So uh, it brought a lot of that out. Uh, I think it also brought up and out of all of us the fragile state of our mental well-being, you know, just how close we were already. And this was uh, something that brought, uh, that was like a catalyst to that, that says, hey, man, uh, I can't take anything else. This is uh, I was already on the brink before COVID. And then a lot of people, you know, realized just how burnt out they were, how how, um, man, how out of touch they were with themselves and, and so many other different things. Uh, and, and to me, and that includes uh, work and people that you worked with, right, and, and leadership. Uh, there were things that I said to my leadership uh, during, during COVID that uh, I think years before I, I wouldn't have been comfortable with. It. Uh, such things as like, hey, man, I'm having a rough time right now, just so you know that if I seem like I'm tuned out, uh, I, I kind of am, Right. Uh, and, you know, of course, quickly affirming that I feel like I, you know, pulled together shortly thereafter. But uh, those are some of the things that uh, I think that those are some of the things that uh, I went through um, and did the inner work. And how I see it going forward is, like, there's more attention to uh, that mental health aspect of it, right? What are we doing to support ourselves uh, internally uh, and each other? So let's get to the essence of what you do for a living. I want to put you in front of a bunch of third graders at a career day, and one of them looks up and asks <laughs> you, what do you do for a living? How do you answer them? Man, it's a tough one. Um, you know, uh, for, for the third grader, I just, I just tell them I, I help them to uh, develop self-control, right? 
Uh, how do you do that? Develop self-control by, uh, you know, you know breath work and, and meditation, right? I think it's a short, and, and that's hard to describe to, I think, even an adult. Um, that's, you know, and then the, the way you get them to start to see that is you, you have them go through it. Uh, I've actually done it with, um, with my son who's, um, nine at the time, uh, doing some breath work with me. And, uh, he had anxiety and had been frustrated and, uh, had been in a state of overwhelm even at that age. And, uh, being able to give them the experience of, um, being able to uh, relax and disconnect from that anxiety and overwhelm uh, simply through uh, breath work. It's a powerful force. So when you were in the third grade, what did you want? What, what was your dream growing up? What did you want to be? Man, I wanted to be a spy. <laughs> you know, right like the James Bond kind of stuff or, or anything else, right? Yeah. So... Talk to me a little bit about where you were born and raised and how some of these seeds got planted in you to become who you are. You obviously give a lot to other people. How did all that start and become who you are? Yeah, sure. That's a, um, that's a great one. Uh, you know, born, uh, born in San Francisco in the, in the, in the heyday, you know, late seventies, um, grew up with a, a hippie mom, uh, and I was exposed to, uh, a lot of, a lot of things growing up. I, you know, um, what's it called, uh, really big, psychedelics are big these days, right? It's something that I kind of grew up around and, and had exposure to for better or for worse. So seeing everybody jump on that kind of bandwagon, um, I'm just kind of like, oh, well, cool, that's neat. Yeah, that is, it, it is impactful stuff. Um, the, the, the big, um, you know, this trend that I see anyways in the space that I'm at in spirituality and uh, Hinduism and Eastern uh, thought and philosophy, that's all stuff that I grew up around and always felt kind of weird about. Um, when I say weird, I was like, well, nobody else is talking about this except for my mom, right? Um, and then um, I think right before I hit 40, I kind of had, uh, you know, you can call it anything you want, you can call it anything from uh, midlife crisis to uh, spiritual awakening, right? And for me, I chose, like, I think that you have a, you have a choice at that point in time too. Uh, you get to make that choice of, of what you want to call it. Uh, and due to the way that I was raised, um, I, I realized, uh, for me anyways, that I was having um, a spiritual awakening. Um, without that kind of background, uh, it would have been a midlife crisis, if that makes sense. Absolutely. So, you know, with everything that you do, what is it that motivates you through the day? What, what is it that, like, leads you through the day, ultimately, the motivator? The, 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 the motivator is, uh, you know, with the work that I do with uh, Spiritual Dope, the podcast, connecting with people that are amazing, that are out there, that are leading, um, leading themselves uh, through um, a spiritual practice and being successful, right? There's a lot of disconnect between, hey, I'm spiritual, I don't want to be successful or something like that. So who are the people that have been able to marry it to? So having conversations with those people, uh, and then implementing it in my own life and then helping others to implement it in, in their own lives as, as well, right? Um, you know, you go through these kinds of uh, awakenings and some people, they hit rock bottom, they freak out, they sell everything, they get a divorce and, uh, you know, they leave everything behind and it doesn't have to be that way, right? So how to, uh, you know, being able to show people how to integrate all that and, and live a, a more powerful, fulfilling and, um, you know, 
powerful life. It, uh, again, this is kind of like one of those things where until you trip trip that wire, right? You're like, ah, oh, what's this guy saying? I do all this stuff all the time anyways, right? Uh, so I'm kind of like the guy that uh, helps you lead up to it um, and then helps you to, instead of like crashing and burning, you know, uh, catches you as you come into it, right? Be like, all right, look, I know exactly where you're at. You don't have to freak out, man. This is how we. This is how you can navigate this. And here's like a, a map. And uh, as we're prone to say, the map is not the territory, but this this will help get you through. And that's what that's what's exciting about what I do. So, who's been a hero or a role model for you in life? Hero or role model? Hero or role model? My grandfather was a big one. Um, you know, uh, growing up, he was my father figure. Uh, Learned a lot from him, uh, just about uh, how to think logically and, and uh, approach things with a, a sense of calm uh, and um, nurture, uh, um, inquisitive and curiosity, right? And bring something to the table all at the same time. Uh, so he was he was really big for me uh, in, in that way, being you know that supportive. Father figure, uh, heroes growing up, man, I can't really, I can't really think of, uh, of too many that I, that I'd put up on a pedestal as growing up. I can say that, like, over the, I'm trying to think of, like, over the years, um, who the big influences have been on me, uh, through the spiritual journey, right? And there's been so many, um, if you look out there that you can, that you can draw from, um, Wallace D. Waddles as an author, uh, super impactful for me. Uh, he's, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the book, um, The Science of, uh, Getting Rich. So, uh, you know, that book, and I believe it was, uh, the, uh, Master Key System, uh, were the two books that were given to Rhonda Burns, uh, by her daughter that kind of led her into, uh, the quote unquote secret, right? Which was, uh, which was pretty cool because I'd read those books. So, so those two books, uh, and, and those guys uh, were super influential for the past, like, five or ten years. Up to that, man, uh, if I'm being honest, uh, I, I think that I just uh, I lived life on autopilot. You know, I went to work, I did my job, I drank, uh, and supported my family. I mean, there was no heroes. It was like, let's just get through the damn day. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. So if you could meet anybody alive on the planet right now, who would it be? Who would you love to talk to? Man, who would I love to talk to? I always say, like, Sam Elliott. Like, I just think that would be, like, I mean, he's your quintessential Coors guy anyways. Like, how much fun would it, I don't drink anymore, but I might drink, like, that night to go hang out with Sam Elliott at the bar. I mean, that voice is just the best. I don't even care. Like, he could just be saying anything, and it wouldn't really matter. Yeah, that would be a good one. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, if you have a dream tonight, you run into, like, your 20-year-old version of yourself. And you could give that version of you a piece of advice based on what you've lived and the wisdom you've gained. What would you tell that young version? Oh, man. Well, I mean, this wouldn't be wise, but I'd definitely stay by Bitcoin and sell at the 60K point. Um, and then, uh, man, I'd, ju- I'd just say, you know, have confidence. Continue to have confidence. You're, you're headed in the right direction. You know, sometimes it doesn't seem that way, but you're, 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 going, you're going the right way. And I think that's the honest answer. Uh, a lot of times yeah. we, we wish we had more wisdom or – because you also have to think about what's a 20-year-old going to listen to, right? How many times do you think, you know, wisdom was imparted to us when we were in our 20s? 
we just weren't at a level to understand it. Yep. Right. I, I would just be like, "Hey, man, you're you're on your way. You're doing fine, and and uh, you know you're gonna make it. Um, maybe stop drinking sooner." <laughs> yeah, I got it. Yeah, for sure. So, what what is it that you've done in life up to this point that you're the proudest of? Uh, you know, outside of raising uh, my boys and you know having the family, which is you know I'm in the process of that, so I can't tell you that that's over yet. Uh, doing the breath work right now, I, I go and I do uh, breath work and I share it with um, a group of uh, guys that are going through uh, recovery. And uh, being able to go and share breath work uh, with this group of guys to show them that, uh, hey, there's something else out there that can help them through uh, the recovery process, that's something I'm pretty proud of. So what has been one of the best fan letters or responses you've ever gotten from the work you've done in your life? I just, uh, you know, um, most recently it was just somebody saying, hey, I've, I've gone through uh, sessions like this with the, the breath work that you teach. Uh, I've gone through uh, multiple different outpatient therapies. I've had breath work before, and nothing's ever uh, been, you know, uh, as spiritual or, or got me this close uh, to what just occurred. Uh, and that was actually just this past weekend. And, and um, you know, hearing stuff like that is, is kind of, you know, fuel for the fire. So everyone out there has a perception of you, your family, your friends, colleagues, clients, but you ultimately live your life. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? Uh, yeah, I'd say, like, I'm a guy that's out there, uh, you know, at least giving it 75%. <laughs> right? Uh, I think there's a lot of people out there. I actually did a podcast on this recently, right? Um, you know, there's people out there uh, that are saying, you know, give it 110 uh, I think that if we make a do do uh you know the the famous like Zig Ziglar uh, type of thing if we if we change at least one percent a year I mean we're on a totally different trajectory so uh, the the people that meet me um, they know that I'm I'm doing that one percent right uh, I know that I'm at least changing that one percent and hopefully in a in a way that's uh, for the better um, my perspective of myself is I I think I'm a, you know a pretty good uh you know, family man, right? Um, I'm a good uh, husband, and uh, I'm doing good in the community, and I'm doing it from a place that's from the heart, right? Uh, and uh, I would say that's my perception of myself, and I'd say that uh, I'm just getting started. Right on. So, Brandon, if anyone out there wants to learn more about you, anything related to your world, where's the best place to go on the web? And uh just say spiritualdope.co or you can uh, find me at spiritual underscore dope on Instagram. Right on, Brandon. Hey, this is great, man. Thank you for opening. Thanks for your story. I really appreciate it. Good luck with everything as we move forward. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on today. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and so much more from around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. Find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. Mm-hmm.